We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good afternoon, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. This is the Bart Winkler Show podcast, trade deadline show, special podcast live show we'll be joined by a couple different people throughout i know sparky pfeiffer will be here uh, grant bills is battling the flu he will be here in his flu game but we're going to try to break down and make sense of the trades that have happened so far today and will continue to happen as the trade deadline we're coming on at 126 central time so by the end of this thing at least two o'clock central time and we'll stay a little bit after that we should know what the landscape of the nba looks like at this point it definitely is different overnight. I was not up for this. I woke up to KD to the Suns, a complete game changer of a move. Now, Jake Crowder going back to the Nets in that deal eventually makes his way to Milwaukee, which seemed inevitable this whole time. So we'll talk about that coming up. But KD to the Suns is a big one. And some of these moves that were made, the Lakers continue to tinker with their lineup. The uh, Mavs obviously getting Kyrie. I saw some analysts saying still not quite a team in the West taking control of the West. Like you can't, you can't see that Mavs trade and say, all right, it's Kyrie and the Mavs and Luca. They're going to the, they're going to the championship. You can't quite say that with the Lakers yet, but with KD going to the Suns, maybe you can, maybe, maybe we're destined towards a Bucks Suns finals rematch again with the trades that have happened. So obviously us being a Bucks show, the Bucks trade is just as important, if not more than uh, KD to the Suns. That is the big one. A lot of other trades trickling in here too, in the last couple of minutes, which may or may not affect uh, how you view, how you view the Bucks or not. A lot, lot happening out West. So based off of ESPN's reporting, Initially, it was Jake Crowder for five first-round picks, or five second-round picks, rather. And I think that's great. I, I have not been super excited for Jake Crowder in terms of what would the give-up be. I didn't want to see Grayson Allen get traded. So far, he hasn't. I didn't want to see, you know, uh, even I saw some proposals where Joe Ingles could get traded. Uh, so, I didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't want to see him get traded either. But... Jake Crowder for picks, sign me up all day. And again, the package that then later got sent out, we found out Jay for five second round picks and we just get morsels. We just get little morsels. Like, just give us the trade. You can, you can wait 30 minutes. Just give us the trade when it's done, but 
everybody's trying to outreport each other. So Jay Crowder is going to be a buck. He cut off his finger to save his hand or whatever. So we're getting a nine finger Jay Crowder, but Jay Crowder is going to be a buck. It seemed like that's always where he wanted to be. And he will be here. Three of the first round picks, second round picks, rather. I keep saying that are going to go to the Pacers along with Hill, Abaca, and Wara. We'll see what their futures hold. And then the Nets getting two of those second round picks. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer has long been on the air right after the trade deadline. So let's get him on here now. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Hey, what's going on, Bart? Like your hat. How we feel? Uh, Jake Crowder specifically. Uh, yeah, I mean, eight players for one. Seems crazy. Uh, but other than that, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see how this all plays out. I think Jay Crowder's a good ad, obviously, right? This is all about Boston. This is about uh, slowing down Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, and they get Muscala. I think that was a nice pickup for Boston uh, as well at the deadline. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I get it. I was going back and forth with people on Twitter uh, about all these second-round picks. And it's not that I'm mad about it. It's just, I mean, you see all these picks of, oh, this team's getting five second-round picks. This team's getting three second-round picks. You look around, man. Bucks have had a history of having some good players uh, come out of the second round. Luke Richard, Bob Mute, Middleton uh, with the Pistons was a second round pick. Michael Red, Ursan Ilyasova, Monte Ellis was a second round pick of Brogdon. Golden State that one year. Brogdon, right? I mean, there's a bunch. And just to say, well, ah, second round pick, who cares? I, it, it's worthless. Well, no, it's not worthless. I, I, I just, I, I just hate that that whole tag that they're putting on second round picks and it's happening around the league. It's not just a, a Milwaukee thing and Milwaukee is competing for now. They're winning, trying to win championships now. So I'm not criticizing them for trading five second round picks. I, I just think right now the league has to take a step back and just be like, okay, do we need a two round draft? Maybe it should just be a one round draft. Maybe we should just allow them to sign free agents after the well, first round. You gotta have something to trade though. You gotta have some assets to trade. I'll be first round picks then or players one way or the other. Well, the other. second I mean, round pick thing, I think like I get what you're saying. The second round pick, though, it's so it's easy to reacquire them. Sure, you you can buy into the, the second round. You can throw a contract on it. So right. it, it is at first. It's like yes, when you say it that way, eight players for one. But I think that you can reacquire second round picks, and then the guys that they gave up the other night. I forget what game it was, but we had made note of it. Hill, Wara, and Ibaka, who's not playing, they can they played a combined one minute. Yep. So those guys were not going to contribute in the playoffs. And I don't think Jay Crowder comes in here and plays the 35 minutes a night like P.J. Tucker did, if you want to make that comparison. But he will definitely get run. He will definitely get minutes. And as much as I do like Grayson Allen and don't, he hasn't gotten traded yet and I don't want him to, they, uh, they need a guy that isn't such a sieve defensively, and Jay will bring that. Right. And in that Boston series, they're going to need Jay Crowder. And I think – you know, to start off with, you have to get Jay Crowder uh, physically up to speed here. I mean, I don't know what type of shape he's in. You'd assume he's in good shape, but that's not NBA shape necessarily. You can't simulate that. So we'll see how long it takes Crowder to get up to speed. Uh, but once you start getting in the playoff time, I would think Crowder's going to play more minutes than Grayson Allen. I, I would have to think because you're going to need him defensively, especially in end of game situations. He'll be out there probably over Grayson Allen at this point and uh, losing all these guys and getting one. Uh, based on what these reports are right now, means the Bucks should be players in the buyout market at this point, right? I mean, John Wall gets traded back to the Rockets, for God's sakes. So there's no way that's happening, right? I mean, there's no way they're no. keeping John Wall. You would think they buy him out, say, Toodles, it's been real. You now is John Wall somebody you want as a backup point guard uh, behind Drew Holiday uh, for the playoff run? Could you get John Wall on a cheap deal to come here 
uh, and go ring chasing with you in Milwaukee. I don't know. Uh, Will Barton is a guy that I think a lot of Bucks fans want. Uh, if he gets bought out, 3 and D player would make sense. Um, are you open to a Will Barton uh, in Milwaukee? If they don't make any other trades, which maybe they're not, but there was a report last night on Bally's Detroit or whatever it is uh, with one of those Pistons beat writers saying that keep an eye on Milwaukee when it comes to Detroit and possibly making a, a move. Uh, and that got everybody going about Bogdanovich. And I don't know if they're going to trade Bogdanovich or not. Uh, but if you had Bogdanovich with Jay Crowder and then Grayson Allen, you would have to imagine is going in that deal. I would think Marjan Bochamp probably goes in that deal because Detroit's trying to get younger. So you'd want a young up and coming player. If you're going to move on from Bogdanovich, um, then you really are the oldest team in the NBA at that point. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer is here. I'm Bart Winkler. Grant Bills joining us from Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Part of the what'd you make me say you were as on CBS? Wis- Mad City, the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. That's the one. How do you feel about the Jay Crowder move? I feel like it's great. We hyped it up for six months, so it's a little anticlimactic. If this just came out of nowhere, it would be it would be the greatest. Five second round picks for Jay Crowder would be a perfect fit, but we hyped it up for six months and it just kind of it's like a Christmas gift that you asked for for four months and then you finally get, you know. It's like it's great. This is what I wanted, but we kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. Six months of buildup. This is one thing I said for Jay Crowder. It's like, okay, it's it's still I get that we're excited. It's good. But it's, still, it's just it's just Jay Crowder. I mean, it's not like it. You can trade for KD here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sparky. How are What's you? What's going on? What's going on, Grant? Why haven't the Kings made any moves, buddy? Oh, they right? don't need to. They don't that, need to. Kings fans are not happy right now. Kings fans are hot to, to try. If you don't know, Grant is a, is a Kings fan. And my 16-year-old is a Kings fan. So Grant and I text from time to time uh, while the Kings are playing and go back and forth. So interesting that really the Kings are the only contender in the West who really haven't done anything. I mean, Golden State... Uh, the last report I saw before we hopped on here was uh, they're hot to try for OG uh, out over in Toronto, trying to get him to add to their roster. They've already traded James Wiseman. So they're, they're trying to redo what they've got going on a little bit. And all of this, I think maybe you guys disagree, the Kevin Durant trade, I think sparked all of this in the Western conference, like all these crazy things that are happening and all these trades that are happening out West with Denver and golden state. And these guys, everybody's reacting to what happened in Phoenix trying to figure out how to line themselves up uh, for the playoffs. Uh, just some updates since we got on. You may have seen Mo Bamba is going to the Lakers for Patrick Beverly. He could be somebody that they buy out. The Spurs are trading Josh Richardson to the Pelicans. Uh, the Pelicans are giving up Devontae Graham and four second-round picks. Mm, I like Graham. I don't know what that's about. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Uh, the Pistons are sending Kevin Knox back to Golden State as part of that Wiseman deal with Sadiq Bey going to the Hawks, again, for a bunch of picks. The Warriors, man, you know, you know they're my second squad. They kind of load managed them, uh, management themselves out of this race here. Like they still were somebody that could make a run, but you've got Denver who hasn't really done anything yet. Uh, you've got um, who else is at the top? Memphis. But then, yeah, you're right. I think after today, everyone's going to look out west, Sparky, and say, "I, I mean, I, I think you're going to you're going to get a lot of Bucks Suns Finals rematch takes after today." My pick was Golden State this whole year. Uh, and was up until that Durant trade. Uh, and now you look at it, it's hard to pick against Phoenix. Now you're right. They don't have the depth, uh, obviously, but my God, I mean, that starting five uh, is going to be an absolute handful, I think, for Phoenix. And then you kind of feel bad for Denver because Denver's in a position now where you look at Denver, they've been the one seed the whole time. Ain't nobody going to be respecting the Nuggets, not that they were before anyhow. Uh, so we'll see how this all plays out, but I think it's probably Phoenix, Boston, Phoenix, Milwaukee. That's what everybody thinks. But Durant. Older player, hasn't been able to stay healthy, isn't healthy now. Will he be able to stay healthy going forward? I think that's the biggest question, Grant. Well, Phoenix has a big three in a conference that I don't think has another big three. Like the Clippers, the Lakers have big twos, but not perfect. They have issues. They can't stay healthy. They haven't been great in the playoffs, PG and Paul, or Paul George and Kawhi. Do the Nuggets have a big two? I, like, I don't think so. I, well, you got Jamal Murray and, and Jokic right now. Right, those two. Aaron Gordon, guys. Yeah. Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon, Aaron. Oh, uh, Eric Gordon also got traded. He's going back to the Clippers. The Clippers are doing that thing where they just add depth pieces, but nothing mm-hmm. will change. It's just like, here's some comments. Uh, got some comments coming in. Mark says it's hard to listen to Malika Andrews and you guys simultaneously. Well then don't beg for local coverage and keep the national show on. <laughs> Steven says, you guys probably said the same thing when the Bucks traded for PJ. I was excited about the PJ move. I remember, uh, I think it was Horvat that I was with at the time. He shit all over it. He's, yeah, Crowder, Crowder is a bigger piece than PJ Tucker was, I think. But He's I don't think Crowder's offense. playing as many minutes. Yeah, but Crowder's a, Crowder's a better offensive player than PJ Tucker. He is uh, an offensive player, so yeah. there's the difference. Yes, he is correct. I offense. mean, he's he's a better he's a better addition than PJ Tucker was. PJ Tucker was the addition of good. We'll have some attitude finally, uh, and bring some of that. That's what that was all about. More than anything else, it was just kind of as they would say, bringing the dog to that locker room a little bit, and it was a deciding factor in how that team played, especially uh, when in that net series when he was trying to take on Durant the best he could, and they were just going back and forth. That was a big deal for that Bucks team. Yeah. We've got 22 minutes to the trade deadline, guys. 22 minutes. Uh, no updates as of yet. Hot Take Jake wants to chime in. Let's talk to Hot Take Jake. Hot hey. Take Jake, what's up? What's up, boy? Sparky, it's great to see you, man. 
going on, man? Nice facial hair. Thanks. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I've been working on it. Doesn't Not as good as Grant's. Grant is the man when it comes to facial hair. Let's be honest here. I do my best. It does look good, Jake. Why you're holed up and windows closed? Where you bunker down for the deadline? What is this? Yeah, man. I'm uh, just in case shit goes awry. I got to be ready. That's fair. Well, I think I saw a tweet from you that I thought was weird. Do you want to explain your position, Jake? Which tweet was that? I got a lot of them today. I saw you tweet the Bucks got fleeced. I didn't say fleece. I said horse got bent over. Because here's my theory on Horst. Okay. John Horst made an okay move today. Like they got a good player for guys that weren't playing for them. So that was good. But my thought is this a shrewd, experienced GM gets that done for less. And what's happening now? All these guys that are, you know, whatever, so-so players are getting moved for five second-round picks. So when we traded for Drew Holiday, I thought Drew is a really, really good player. I like that move. But, man, do we give a lot lot up for him with the pick swaps and all the picks. And then every other, like, good to, like, star-ish player that got moved after that, that was, like, the bar so john horst sets the bar for buyers in the trade market that's my theory well john horst i mean it's clear he does not care about second round picks true and so i understand that and then set the market for other teams what's wrong with that now you're setting the market for other teams well i understand that but i just feel like it's you know it's the old ted thompson adage like if you want to hit the jackpot you got to have multiple lottery tickets right so while not most true. second round picks don't turn out to be anything occasionally you get guys that end up being steals malcolm brogdon would be one of them but you can't you can't have that jackpot hit if you don't have any bullets in the chamber you know what i mean so no i'm not freaking out about second round picks it's it's a minor gripe in that like yeah they probably could have got it done for less especially considering three first second round picks you'd be like sweet but four is like okay five's too much um so that they could draft sidarius thornwell well, right. I mean, but again, if you want to have the shot at getting the steal in the second round, you have to have a pick, right? So um, it's clear that the Bucs don't value any picks whatsoever. But no, it's, it's, Sean it's, O'Connell says, fuck them second round picks. It, it's the Rams mentality. If you're mentality. listening at work, you knew the deal coming in, so I don't apologize. It, it's the Rams mentality. That's what this is. They're trying to win championships while they have Giannis. I mean, we all complain about the Packers never doing enough for Aaron Rodgers. We complain about the Brewers not being, you know, the Mets or the Padres and not spending enough money. Right now, this Bucks ownership group, uh, as it sits with John Horse, are saying, we're going to try every year to try and give us the best chance to win a championship. And I think if you're the Bucks front office, your toughest foe, in the East, and maybe the only real foe to be threatened by are the Boston Celtics. So who gives you the best chance? And whoever that is, uh, then you go do whatever you have to do to get that deal done. And I don't disagree with you that he gave up way too much probably for freaking Jay Crowder. I I don't disagree at all. But he doesn't value those second-round picks because he doesn't view them as being on this team. They're going to be G League guys. To be honest with you, if they trade Marjan Bochamp, I wouldn't be surprised by that either because he also doesn't have a role on this team. Well, that would piss me off. Unless Middleton doesn't resign, how is he going to play? He's not going to play. They don't need Marjan Bochamp. Trade him. If you can get somebody in here to help you win a championship and here next year, this year, next year, whatever, then you trade your first-round picks too. Well, and I have a theory on that, and this is free advice. So a lot of people were talking about, like, are they going to extend Crowder? Here's what you do. You give them a huge raise in that first year of the new deal, and you make years two and three, which because I believe you have to give at least a three. Wait, who wants to extend Crowder? 
Well, that's what he wants. He wanted to be extended by Phoenix. I don't want him here past the summer. Get so out of here's, here. Well, here's my theory. You give him a huge, huge raise for year one of that deal. Years two and three are team options. So now you've created a giant expiring contract to go with your other expiring contract in Grayson. And in this offseason, you now have the ability to trade three future first-round picks again, and you have Bochamp. Now you have a giant package to potentially get another significant splash move. That's my advice. That's what they should try to get done. Give yourself some flexibility. Jake, good to see you, buddy. Always. Hey, we're going to be live tonight if you're up. I know it's past Jakey's bedtime. Hey, the Bucks are playing, but uh, I'll do my best, man. Live after Bucks Lakers tonight. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, guys. Later, boys. See ya. You guys missed the arms race maybe continuing in Los Angeles. The Clippers are bringing in Mason Plumley. Whoopee. Are you like, uh, do you, are the Lakers better? I mean, they're better, right? They're better. Yeah. 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 But are they I, like I like what the good? Lakers did. I like what the Lakers did. Getting rid of Beverly, that's a bonus pop. Getting rid of Russell Westbrook, that's a really, did you see the video of him in his last game? He was standing outside of everybody getting ready for the game with his arms folded while the rest of the team is jumping up and down and going crazy. He has his back to him, not even paying attention to the Laker brass. Then you got Anthony Davis. Everybody's yeah, watching LeBron take a shot. Anthony Davis just walks over and sits down like, oh, whatever, I don't care. I mean, I thought for sure he was going to get traded today. I, after I saw that, I was like, maybe he knew he's getting traded too. Maybe they're going to blow the whole thing up. Oh, I got to just, I got to do a visual real quick just because everyone's making a big deal of it. When I like, I'll have to take my background off for this. But when, when I'm at a sporting event and I want to record something, I put my phone up like this, knowing what I'm recording and I can still watch it. Yeah. All these people that are getting shit on for their phone. It's we're not watching the games like this. Who cares? Who cares? Everyone's, that's everyone's hot take is that we're living through screens. But who cares? You're you're recording a memory, just like yeah. if you had a camcorder at a game in the eighties or nineties or whatever. Yeah, and you can put it on YouTube Shorts and claim it as your own and make like thirteen cents from it. Sure. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Alex, I'm gonna get Alex here on the stream. I don't know if we'll see him. What's up, Alex? Yeah, I don't know. I was surprised by that, too. I don't hear him. I don't either. <laughs> Toodles, Alex. Alex. He's in a submarine. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is not good. Alex, I'm try again in two minutes. Hey, you got you got me now? Try again in two minutes. All right. Uh, any other moves in the last couple of minutes? So, obviously. John Collins, John Collins is the one I want to see. They've been talking about trading John Collins in Atlanta for what going on a year now and everybody thought that move was coming here at some point and as far as i know john collins is still in atlanta i'm not looking at my phone like uh you guys probably are but that is a guy that i thought for sure would have been dealt at some point today he's not he's not been dealt and how the nets haven't found somebody for ben simmons seriously at this point give me a frosty you can have him like you don't want that guy at this yeah, point but he's making like roster. 45 million dollars still the next two years that's, somebody that's the worst contract him. in the nba right now no doubt Sure. I'm telling you, somebody would probably take that dude. If you said, here's Ben Simmons and two first round picks, uh, I think they would, somebody would take him. Somebody would be able to absorb that, that, that contract, but you're going to have to throw picks probably with him in. Just like if you're going to trade Christian Yelich, you're going to have to throw in one young, good pitcher in order for somebody to take Christian Yelich at this point. It's the same type of, and now again, Yelich is way better than Ben Simmons at this point, comparatively. But I, all I'm saying is you could get rid of Simmons to a team that's got salary cap room, but you're going to have to throw in probably first round picks to do it. Can we talk about Kevin Durant for like two minutes? Because everyone's yes, and then I do have Alex ready to go. Uh, Corey 
Corey thinks he was at the Rogers retreat. <laughs> As he was in just pitch black. But no, talk about KD, Alex. I'll get to you in a sec. Well, everyone's focused on how good Phoenix is going to be. And like that's correct. They have a really good big three and experience. They fit well together. I kind of feel like Kevin Durant should have been expected to play with this team in Brooklyn, at least for this year. Like, that's not a bad team. I, I feel like if Giannis was on that team or Luka or Jokic had that supporting cast of Seth Curry and Patty Mills and Joe Harris and Clack. They were going to win. Why not? That team could make a conference finals with Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant is Katie's only playing on teams now, if they're going to win the finals. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're holding Kevin Durant to a different standard than we hold Giannis or Luca or these other guys to like Luca's going to get crushed. If he's a second round out this year, his team is way worse than that Nets team that Kevin Durant would have been on. I wanted to see what they could have done. I don't know. Maybe it's a small grind. One thing I don't like about Kevin Durant and the narrative around him is everyone's like NBA is a rings lead. You need rings. And he's like, okay, I'll go win some rings. And then people are like, not like that, you jerk. Fair. Yeah. That's why, like, like people will crush him. Why do you ever leave Golden State? Because he had to. He didn't have a choice. But I, I feel like this year, down the stretch with this team in Brooklyn, like, if some things go their way, that team could make a conference finals. And I'm bummed that we didn't get to see KD with that group try to do it. I don't know. I'm excited to see what Brooklyn looks like now. Uh, with what they've got. I like what they've got. I mean, you look at the Kyrie trade and the Durant trade and the pieces that they've got, they got some young pieces, some guys that can can score the basketball. I I think they will be rather unselfish because there's no real dominant guy on that team, but just a bunch of solid basketball players. They're going to be fun. They're going to be back to the team that they were before Katie and Kyrie got there when it was Levert and deloading and Jared Allen and, and all those fun pieces with Kenny Atkinson. They're just right back there. They're back where they started. I got uh, Dane Moore reporting that Patrick Beverly is expected to go to Minnesota for a reunion after what being What is cut. this? Reunion trade deadline? All these dudes are going back to teams they played with. Yeah, Gross. he'll be cut by the Magic and go back to Minnesota. Alex, there he is. What's up? What's going on, guys? Sorry about that. Um, I don't have too much to contribute. <clears throat> I just want to say I agree with Sparky earlier about the – you kind of got to go all in. The championship windows, what, maybe three, four years? Yep. Um, so – Jay Crowder like doesn't necessarily move the needle, but I think it can help. And if you can take minutes away from other guys um, like Grayson in the playoffs. Um, And I also agree with Grant about the KD take. I think that team had championship potential. Like nice team. I think if he would have stuck it out for one more year, like the rest of the season, like, and then he leaves, then it's whatever. But I think there was potential there. They weren't getting past the Bucks or the Celtics. Yeah. Maybe the maybe, Sixers. Maybe, I, the I, Sixers. I'm starting yeah. to think Joel Embiid never makes a conference finals. That's my new thing because he hasn't Ooh. yet. And I'm not sure he ever will. Trust the process, Bart. Trust the process. Yeah. Well, we like results, not the process. It's the one good thing Wes Eden's ever did besides create a daughter-in-law for uh, the Rogers family. All right, buddy. Anything else? Nope. That's it. I'm just going to sit back and listen to the, the rest of this. So thanks for having me on, Bart. Yeah. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Sparky, I'll give you this. Jake just threw $6 at the show. For what? I don't know. On YouTube, you can give us money. That's sad. You throw people are just randomly giving you money. Well, I never of, asked for it, but what I never a bunch of suckers. What are you, what are you giving him money for? I don't Seriously. have a job, Steve. <laughs> Dude, get out of here, man. He's randomly giving Bart money. Come on, man. You hey, need- when I'm, when I'm on CBS, can you play me, man? Uh, no, I'm too sorry. That? Yeah, that was bad timing. We got bet. We got BetQL weekends now, Saturday and Sundays. Did you hear Potawatomi is opening a okay, sports book? 
I heard very much. I heard we have BetQL weekends on Saturday and Sunday. You can't make a programming exception, a fellow programmer here. I'm asking. You can't just just for one Saturday. What are you not, that ironclad? You got to air BetQL daily weekends. It's above my pay grade, there, buddy. Well, let the superiors know that I'll be back in Feb 18. February 18th. Yeah, sure. I I will pass it along for you. Ooh, Warriors you did something. Warriors. You see what the Warriors did? Homecoming. They Another did something one. with those five seconds. What? Gary Payton 2 is back. For what? Five seconds. Gary Payton got five seconds? Dude, they need him. Dude, yeah, you want to talk about getting fleeced? Get out of here. No, no. Gary Payton 2. Oh, Gary man. Payton 2 is worth half a second round pick. He's probably worth a third round pick, which don't exist to any of the other 29 teams. But to the Warriors, he is worth 10 second round picks. Ooh, I like that. Dude, they are they are totally they're going guys like Anthony Lamb. They're trying to make Moses Moody happen. They need GP2 in the worst way. Well, we'll see. I mean, the second round here for the next for the next three to five years are gonna be like three basketball teams making every pick. I mean, that's, they basically that's traded Wiseman, the number two overall two years ago, for Gary Payton, too. Unbelievable. So, I like that deal for the Pistons, though. I mean, you have a young, young team that you're building. If Wiseman figures it out, you have a young center to go along with all the other players that you have on that team. I really like that deal for the Pistons. Now, again, you know, if they get lucky and get Wembenyama or something like that or get Scooter, that team really takes it to the next level in Detroit. But I like what they're doing in Detroit. I, I think they're going in the right, right direction. So Eric Gordon back to the Clippers. John Wall back to Houston. We got Gary Payton, too, back to the Warriors. George Hill back to the Pacers. the Pacers. Also, he went to school at IUPUI, so that's a double homecoming. There you go. This is a fun trade deadline. Well, Jay Crowder went to Marquette if you want to throw in the colleges. That's so true. back there to Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what if Jay Crowder didn't get traded here? He, like, manifested it very – like, he wasn't going to – wasn't he in Milwaukee two weekends ago, like, looking at apartments? With the, whatever I think he was hanging out with Shaka at Marquette and talking to those guys, too. Yeah. So oh, I think he made it well-known he wanted to be here. I ran into some Marquette youths at a bar after the Bucks game last weekend, and they – what an interesting bunch, I tell you. Marquette youths? Yeah, Marquette kids. I don't know why I said youths. I was trying to be funny. I don't know. They were putting straws in their Bud Light bottles, and it was a big – it made me feel really weird. Oh, oh that that's a hilarious. big thing. That is yeah. a very big thing with college kids right now, yes. Really? What? Straw and beer bottles? Yes. I've seen what? it, yes. I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad Daddy spends sixty thousand to send him over the state line so they can put a straw in a Bud Light. Zach nice. wants to know if Tim is out dashing. Yes, Tim Shea is door dashing today. This is great weather to do it in, by the way. Now that's a guy you could donate money to. Now that that I would understand more, right? You donate to the Tim Shea fund. Yeah, that makes sense. We were both out Friday dashing, Sparky, because you're a door dasher. Well. <laughs> I don't have no. Can maybe I, like, if you played my shows you? on the weekends, I wouldn't have to. But oh, wait, so does that mean I can request you to DoorDash to me? Like, is that a, can I do? I've never done it before. I don't use DoorDash either. I use Grubhub. No, but if you're a DoorDasher, can I request? Can I request you to bring the food to me? No, you can't request by driver. No, you get who you get. That's stupid. They should yeah. fix that. All right. So if this is all the Bucks do, are we satisfied? I mean, now it's buyout season. We got yeah, six minutes. Sure. I guess. Uh, Green and Growing uh, podcast, Nathan Barzi on it. I've been recording that tonight. That'll be up uh, tomorrow morning. We'll get uh, into all these different traits, just like we did right here with Bart and Grant. This was fun, boys. I had a lot of fun. That's good stuff. I, the hat, though, I 
It's so Wisconsin. It's very good. Uh, well, I got this actually when I worked at the station. Yeah. Buck's Interesting. Yeah. Check this out. Test user just gave me four dollars. Get out of here. Come on. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's pretty good. So is there like, do you want, do you want, so Pat Bev's gone. Do you want like, do you want John Wall? Bryn Forbes is going to be cut loose by the wolves. It looks like. Stop. Do you Stop. want no. Russell Westbrook? Should we start doing that? No, no, no. Why don't we want Bryn Forbes? No, Bryn Forbes is horrible. I Here, Daniel, Daniel for $4.99 says, do you want D Rose on the bucks? Yes, absolutely. If no. he gets to the buyout market. There was talk earlier about a Zach Levine deal, possibly to the Knicks. There were a bunch of different dudes involved in that deal. Levine going to the Knicks. D Rose was comparatively going back to the Bulls. Uh, homecoming again, yet again. Nice. Um, so there was some talk of that, but obviously that never materialized because you guys have said you've seen nothing on that. Because that was the talk. Bulls at Toronto, were they going to blow it up? And what happened to OG in Toronto? He was supposed to get traded too. Dude. Well, we got four minutes. The Raptors have to be so pissed because as of a week ago, they had the number one asset everyone wanted in OG Ananobi. They had the only car on the lot, and that obviously went to hell. I do see a report here on Twitter. The Bucks are a team to watch for. John Wall once the buyout is released. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. That is from mm. Evan Massey. Oh, oh, well, we don't remember know. that asshole. Well, I don't. I don't have a problem with him like you, but John Wall would make sense. You're gonna need somebody. I mean. I, I got no problem with that. I think, well, I think I'd prefer Wall over Rose probably, but you oh. know, the Bucks have had an infatuation for Rose for what, three or four years? Every time Rose's name comes up. John Wall can't shoot. He's Eric Bledsoe, except older and more injury prone. I, I, what's with John Wall? You and Paul Henning, I see all day tweets about John Wall. I, I don't need John Wall. I don't need John Wall to shoot. You have enough guys now between Crowder and Ingles, and you've got guys now that can shoot the basketball. You need somebody to be able to push the basketball, get out in transition when you're at your best. Wall would allow you that opportunity to do that. By the way, why aren't you worth $5, Bart? What? Why did he short you a penny? Why aren't you worth $5? Why is it $4.99? I don't know, but you getting mad at the money is like a great scheme for me to get more money, so keep it up. (laughs) That's so ridiculous. Get out of here. Uh, (laughs) Chad wants to know if Jay Crowder moves the needle for the Bucks. Solid defender for potential yeah. Celtics matchup in the playoffs. Uh, Chad, you answered your own question. That's why they got him. That was the reason for the move, right there. This isn't this isn't that deep. Like we we need to celebrate this move as a nice little. This is good. This gives them another option. If Giannis is at the five, they're not really undersized now. Like it's another body like Middleton that they lacked last year. But this is not. This was hyped up for six months. This is not. This is just a nice depth add for some second round picks at the deadline. We don't need to dig philosophically that deep into this move correct but yeah. we're also not talking about like what did the sixers do they traded did they trade thibel to somebody yeah they got rid of or who what did they get back thibel's gone because i know the kids were interested in thibel and he ended up going to where did he go did he go to the uh he, he went, went to portland. portland portland yeah yep for correct. what mcdaniels i know was part of that trade oh yeah uh as well yeah and they're getting below the luxury tax, if that matters to them. Well, that's why Wiseman got traded, apparently. Wiseman saved them $51 million in luxury tax money for next year uh, because Detroit was able to accept him in, essentially, is how, how the story goes. So that was, sounds like that was a major reason why they moved Wiseman. I feel for our guy, Marvin Bagley. He had just finally gotten his own team in Denver where he had room to grow, and now they bring in James Wiseman to crowd that that part of the roster. I hate that for our guy, Sparky. 
Yeah, he was supposed to be so much better than he ended up being. And by the he way, really our Kings got Kessler Edwards, which is one of my favorite players in the NBA that I don't like. Great name. I'm glad they added him like a week ago. The Kings, the Kings handled their business already. I wanted Mobamba in Sacramento. That's that was the guy I was wanting. They got, they got Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes is ready and waiting if needed. Rashawn Holmes is so overpaid and ridiculous. And no, no. Uh, Steve, we got $4.99 from Zach. He says this is for the Bill Michaels fund. Oh, okay. Does Adam he do says, the same thing as you? Does he also collect money on his YouTube page? I'm gonna have to go I, check out I Bill's don't, YouTube I don't page and see it. if he catches it gets money too. I didn't know this was a thing. Seriously, if you do YouTube videos, people can give you money. This is a thing. Adam gave me four ninety nine before, so he gave it an even ten. <sighs> Daniel no. gave me a dollar ninety nine. You all are sad, man. How'd you take Why? it? Why do you do this something else? Entertainment with it. for two bucks. Just oh my god. And then Y E Bart. Bart, that's what you do, right? You go to the radio stations in town. Be like, hey, look, you don't got Matthew pay me. Hart gave me ten dollars for Wendy's. Now that's smart. Okay, I mean, you get a couple meals with that. Bart, you go to the radio station. Tell them, hey, I don't need a salary. Just give me some full time benefits. I'll hustle my own money on the YouTube videos. I'll make more anyhow, so it'll be all good, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know that I ever go back full time for radio. I I can make more doing this. Right, exactly. I, well, especially if you're doing this. Especially if you're taking money from your poor saps watching this thing. It's unbelievable. Get out of here. Uh, speaking of, uh, since Sparky is loving the money coming in, here's another Fortnite. Come on. <laughs> you people are sad. I, this would have been great for the toy drive, y'all. But no, we're donating to Bart. So I can buy toys for my kid. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. Huh? All right. I'm going to bring in Cone Roller. Are you here? Or how long do you got? Me? Steve. I don't want Steve to leave because he's like, you're doing a better job raising money for me than the toy drive. I got I snow go going on outside. I got to leave. I got to go get my kid from school. I can't be here forever. Okay. I don't think there's any trade deadline, uh, deadline, deadline, deadline. Well, don't forget with the NBA, you have trades coming in 10, 15 minutes after the deadline actually passes in order to get through the league office and everything else. So you probably got another 15 or 20 minutes before this thing is actually done, done. Who's right. the favorite to, who's the favorite to win the uh, NBA title right now, Bart? Let's ask Cone Roller, who, uh, where are you? I'm back in Phoenix. Flew in this morning. Kevin Durant was on my plane. Shut up. Swear to God. Me and him had a good chat. And yeah, I, what'd, you, what'd you talk about? Well, I, I kind of am going to push back on what you and Grant are saying about, you know, how Kevin Durant should have stuck it out with the Nets. The Nets gave him every single reason to leave. I mean. No, that was Grant's dumb take. Hey. Thanks. Ben Simmons, James Harden, Kyrie Irving all didn't work out. They were the ones making the noise. Kevin is being treated very unfairly by you guys right now. And he, he told me. I agree. Um, so I don't blame him for leaving. I mean, the Nets organization is a complete disaster. He put up with that shit for far too long. Um, you know, I'm excited to see him out in Phoenix. Does CP3 finally get a ring? God, I hope not. I know. I, Rosilla would be pretty funny about it, though. So that'd be oh, good. That would that'd suck. Be. What did Durant think about the bag on your head? Uh, I can't actually get through uh, security with this, so they didn't allow it. That's oh. unfortunate. Understood. No. But it counts as my oh, personal. I put under my seat. I always thought you were an old dude. Cone roller. 
Yeah, I always thought he was like 60, 65, just bitter and angry at the world. No, like That's two years always... ago, he was the basketball manager for the Badgers, I think. Yeah, I always thought he was a, just a bitter old guy, like 65 years old, get off my lawn guy. Like, no, he's as you know, vibrant as they come. Some cranky old uncle of somebody that just hates everybody. That's... I thought he's just a young guy that wears a bagger on, on his head. Uh, Sparky, your boy Mitch Cumstein. <laughs> just just $10. Well, you should. <laughs> What is that? Maniacs covers? What is that? He wants an overtaken song request. Oh, gotcha. You play music on this podcast? For $10, I will. All right. Well, that's all I had to say, guys. The bar all right, Cone. Love the update. Um, this is just good content. Thank you. Thanks, Cone. Thanks, buddy. Cone roller. Uh, to answer your question, Steve, it's so the Celtics, what did they do? Mike Muscala? Scala, yep. So what he'll do is he'll have a bullshit Grant Williams game at some point against us. Oh, he's going to have a game. He just had a game the other night. What was it last yeah. night he was shooting the ball really well? Yeah. He'll he'll do that. Um, go. I, I got to say Bucks. I mean, I'm still going to say Bucks. The question wasn't who can compete for it. The question was who is your favorite to win this thing? Uh, is it the, the Suns? The, no. I'm going to take the Bucks over the Suns. But shit, Kevin Durant on that team. Uh-huh. Because then Booker doesn't have to try as hard. I think mm. Paul. I think Paul is on like he's got a broken tire though. I, I don't, don't overlook T.J. Warren on that team. That's another homecoming, by the way. Oh, I, I will overlook T.J. Warren. T.J. Warren went healthy can like score. Years. When he is healthy, he can score. That's all I'm saying. Now we don't know if he'll be healthy. He could get hurt in his first game and be out for the rest of the year. Same true. with Durant when he comes back. But if T.J. Warren is healthy, he can play. So do you put the Suns at the top? Yeah. Over Milwaukee. Yeah, I think it's Phoenix, then Milwaukee, then Boston. Phoenix, then Milwaukee. Then, yeah, Milwaukee's Milwaukee's one in the East. Are we saying this as Bucks fans or are we being objective? Because I feel like the Celtics are one in the East. I try to always be objective. What'd you say? I know that I know about that about you, Sparky. I guess I was more so asking Bart. Are we doing a whole oh, no, no, I don't know. No, to I don't win think the NBA the championship. That's the question. No, the Bucks are better than the Celtics. So you could go Sacramento one if you want to be objective, Grant. Go ahead. <laughs> the Kings are just neat. I just think they're fun. I don't even – man, the Celtics are – they're younger. They're hungrier. They're less injury prone. I just feel like if we're being objective, the Celtics would be the favorites in the East still. I don't trust Missoula as a rookie head coach in the playoffs. That's that's my hang-up on on that team. I don't, I don't trust Missoula. Um, and I think that all that talk from Stephen A. Smith about Durant, um, I just uh, saw somewhere on Twitter that apparently the Nets were only talking to the Suns about Durant. That was the only team they would talk to. Um, so if Boston did have interest, apparently they never got a shot at it. But, you know, they're young as far as Tatum uh, and Jalen Brown. I'm sorry. You're Brad Stevens. Okay, we're going to do this again. And if you can't finish again, at some point you got to start thinking of yourself, okay, well, what are we going to do? Because this core with Marcus Smart and these guys and Al Horford's old butt, they're not getting it done. So either they're the Niners, out- Steve. They're good enough to be the they're good enough to be like a hot pick, but they're not gonna win. Right. So they have to figure out do we go get a third guy somehow, some way, and through a major trade, or do we split up these two, Tatum and Brown, trade Brown and try and match up Tatum with a different star player in the offseason? Like I just don't think you can continue to run your head in the wall year after year after year and think anything's going to change as long as Giannis is in the East because they they will disagree with this. 
But I am firmly in the camp of if Middleton's healthy last year, there's no way they beat the Bucs in that series. And the Bucs are in the finals and probably win another championship. So if the Bucs are healthy, they're not beating Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Bucs are the team where it's more likely that they're going to incur an injury. Like the Celtics have more guys. They have younger guys. Sure. Physically all in their prime. I, yes. Like totally. I, I found the odds. I've been looking. Boston's plus 350. Phoenix is plus 425. Bucks are plus 600. So it's those two kind of in a group by themselves. I just, I don't know if, if statistically speaking, and I'm not a math guy, but there's a greater chance that someone on the Bucks will get hurt. Knock on wood that it doesn't happen. Like the Celtics are just, they're in their prime. The Bucks are an older team. I think they're better pound for pound if everyone's healthy, but you can't just treat that as a foregone conclusion. How many teams have we seen go into the playoffs and just never been healthy? The, obviously the Nets are an example. I hope that's not the case for the Bucs, but it's more likely that that happens to the Bucs than it would happen to the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, if they lose Middleton or Drew or Giannis, then you can, they're done. It's over. Or Brooke. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, right. Especially Brooke. They got nobody behind Brooke. Then then they're, they're screwed. It's over. But I mean, I think you can say the same thing about Boston. If they lose Jalen Brown or Tatum, they're done. If Phoenix loses Booker, Paul, or Durant, they're done. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think everybody's kind of in that, in that same scenario. All right. So if we think, uh, if we think the East is Bucks and Boston between them, we think the West is between Phoenix and who? Denver. Probably. I still like Golden State, though, but Ugh. I just don't know if they've got enough, man. I, I just I mean, I know Bart's fired up about Gary Payton. It's February. You haven't seen it yet. That's the problem. Yeah, I think Golden State is great, but it's February 8th. We haven't seen it. February 9th. We haven't seen it yet. You have not seen it yet. Correct. So that's what we're going to have to wait. What's the farthest the Lakers can go? Oh, this is their their whole roster is completely changed. It's a brand new team. We got to see it. I, I don't know. No idea that they, they changed the whole chemistry. That whole locker room got changed. Now, was that LeBron's call? Or was that the front office's call? Like, who whose decision was it to remake that entire roster at the deadline? Because that's exactly what happened. Well, it's 2018 all over again when they brought in Rodney Hood and George Hill and Larry Nance Jr. And they just remade the whole Cavs. D'Angelo Russell on the Lakers is pretty fun. That's going to be electric and entertaining as hell. He's going to do a lot of the same annoying things that Russell Westbrook did, except in a different way. And I'm very much looking forward to watching that. No, Nick I feel Young. like Lakers fans should be more pissed at Anthony Davis right now than they were at Russell Westbrook. People want Russell Westbrook out of town so bad as if Anthony Davis just didn't completely check out of that must win game against the thunder the other night and act like a, a little whiny baby on the bench. Bucks play the Lakers tonight. Who's playing for the Lakers? I thought they were going to give LeBron the night off, but he's going to have to play. They're doing he a whole to. celebration before the game for him. That's going to take probably a half hour. So he's definitely playing, but I don't know who else. And then, uh, you know, tonight's going to be annoying. So annoying. How so? Well, because they're going to have to keep stopping the game. Why? Because every time LeBron makes a shot, he's going to break the scoring record again. I was like, I'm not following along with this. I know what's coming. Nobody else was either except Barnes' brain. See, now that you could you could do, you know, donate money for brain research. Something for Bart later for in me? life. Yeah. Did what you see that study likes- that 90... 90- Five percent of NFL players have CTE. Ninety-five percent. Yeah, they did some study. No, I did not see that. Yeah, no. that's not good for our guys. No, it's not. All right, I gotta go. That's I've had enough. This has been fun. Do you want to say to Jay at least? Keep wasting your money on Bart. He looked like <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood for a second. I thought oh, the same Bart, thing. Bart, that's a joke that I would say, and shame on you. Tim, are you driving? 
Yeah, I know. Did you pick red because of DoorDash? I don't want to be a part of this. You crashed that car into somebody. Uh Uh-uh. No. That's his rental, too. Rental? Don't worry. I will not. Yeah, his real car got hit and run, and then his other – he got carjacked. Yeah. I got carjacked. He did. I can't do this. I'm out. All All right. right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for being here. See you, Grant. See you, Sparky. See you, little Red Riding Hood. Go Kings. Uh, Andrew Becker wants to know if Macy can do brain cell replacement. Macy, M-A-C-I, our good buddies from Solomon Wilcots. Tim, you froze in, like, the shot that they put at the end of Fast and the Furious 7 <laughs> when your memory fades away. Jesus. All right. I think I'm pretty good. I don't got much. Tim crashed. Jake says, I think Tim crashed. Maybe he's getting carjacked again. Uh, All right. Well, you're going live again tonight after the Bucks game? Yeah, if you're a night owl and want to come back. Well, at the very least, I'll watch. That's I, I'm going to have to experience that. I don't want to miss anything. But if I'm by myself floundering, get, throw me a bone. <laughs> I can I can do that. Yeah. This is a good deadline. We got Jay Crowder. We don't really need to. It's not really that big of a deal. He's just a little fringe ad, a little nice defensive depth. We don't need to. We don't need to examine this for hours and hours on end. It's good to say, uh, it's good to, uh, it's good to see Sparky at the trade deadline too. It brings me back to when I was reading an update as the trade deadline happened and the Bucks had just traded for Michael Carter Williams. I said, this update is, oh my goodness, the Bucks have made a train. They have Michael Carter Williams. Is that your update voice? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing right now is Zach does our sports updates at the top of the hour. And he's got to read some Aaron Rodgers tidbit, but he has to do it in his like unbiased announcer like voice. So he's got to be like, <clears throat> and Aaron Rodgers still has not made a decision. And he says he won't begin to until he does a four day darkness retreat, which will be concluding like they have to read it in the voice. And I just get a kick out of this. Yeah, you can't make fun of that retreat because it's mental health. That's That's what I heard. Mental health matters, Bart. Yeah. No one's ever cared about mental health until Aaron Rodgers wanted to be in the dark for four days and get food like he was uh, the Count of Monte Crisco. Yeah. That's a good reference if you don't know it. I don't, but I respect it. I can tell that's a good reference. Good movie. I just text him if he crashed. Good. Looks like he did. He's sideways. I, I I was in a really bad area. Okay. Service-wise or? Yeah, geez. Service-wise. Yeah, service-wise. <laughs> okay. I, I'm now on the freeway. Okay. Oh, okay. Full control. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Grant, you want to stay, leave, go? I, I can take off. You guys wrap things up. All right, thanks, Grant. Appreciate you, buddy. Yes, Good you to see you, Grant. Bye, Grant. Oh, yeah, the heat. We haven't even talked about the heat. Did they do anything? So we got Jay Crowder, Tim. Yeah. Um, I like the Bucks' chances. Obviously, they're the best team in the East. That will show in the second half here, and another and uh, a Suns repeat in the finals. Ooh, that would be fun, and the storylines to go along with it too. Are you uh, are you mid order right now? I am mid order, driving from the south side Not to there. the east side. What's the, what's on your what's on your passenger seat? Uh, mad chicken. Yeah, mad chicken's popular, dog. 
Are you yeah. making good tips today with the snow? I am. I am. I, this is actually a $24 DoorDash that I'm doing right now. So. Wow. And I like that you're wearing red so people know that you're the DoorDasher. Oh, yes. I planned it that way. Well, that's really all I had to say to you. Okay. I couldn't keep up with all the trades. Any big ones? Any, like, major, major ones? Or no? Yeah, you probably don't know. Kyrie Irving got traded to the Mavs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let me guess. LeBron got traded, too? No, but how about your Badgers last night? Hey, they got a win. Much-needed victory last night. Much-needed. Yeah. They need a, they need a, win a win a few more and then either beat Rutgers or Purdue. Uh, this counts as a bonus episode of the Bar Winkler Show. I will throw this up on audio um, just for S's and G's. I always want to thank the people that help bring the Bart Winkler Show to you, including Happy Place Hemp, happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART. Pop a gummy maybe tonight and fade away to the Bucks and Lakers. I'm going to need to go there. I'm going to walk in and they're going to see me and go, oh, no, that Shea's here again. Yeah. Well, you should just be real nice to him and say, hey, I got some mad chicken for you guys. <laughs> Never DoorDash again. Uh, that'd be funny. Happy The promo code is Bard Gummies, tinctures, oils, creams, all that kind of stuff. Also, OmahaSteaks.com. Fill up with Omaha Steaks. Code is Bard at checkout. $30 off your order of the packages they have. And a shout out to Carl's Place. If you want to leave some voicemails on trades, 402-915-BART. 402-915-BART. We'll play those on tonight's live show if you can't be a part of it. 402-915-BART. We'll come back. Bucks Lakers. Um, a post-game show. So now it's about buyouts. Do we buy anybody out? We're going to find that out. But the Bucks got the guy that we've all been waiting for them to get for six months. They improved. A lot of the big moves happened out west. I don't think anybody in the east got better than the Bucks. You can still argue if a team currently was, as we did with the Celtics. But I, I think today was a good day overall for Milwaukee. And, and for other, other than the Nets, did anyone get worse in the East? Um, did yeah, anyone the get Bucks worse? might be competing with. So the Celtics, maybe the Cavs. Um, no, not really. Okay. Here, Steve's also in his car. Steve? You joining? Do you want to say hi? You're on, Steve. He's. You want to talk? I guess not. Daniel gave me a dollar for a Tim Shea DoorDash YouTube episode. Sure. How far away are you on the order? I don't. I think I'm close. Well, I'm getting off at. Uh... Downtown. All right, I'll let you work. I'll let you work. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You wrap this up, and uh, I'll I'll be on tonight with you. All right, I'll join you tonight. All right, sounds good. Right. Go Bucks! Thanks for joining. Fun little impromptu. Uh, we'll try to find more reasons to do this, but thanks to Grant and Tim and Cone and Hot Take Jake and Steve for a second there, and out uh, of Sparky. That was awesome to reunite with him on a trade deadline. We're back live after Bucks Lakers tonight.